What's up, guys, and welcome to the show. This is Let's Get Real with me, Brandon Ho. Today, we got a very special guest, but first, the intro of the show is a show where everything is real, real stories of faith, but first, let's roll the music. Here we go. That's right. Like I mentioned, today we got a very special guest in the house. Uh, she's had a very good conversation with me so far and I'm so happy. Let me just tell you guys that when I first invited her, she gave me the most hyped response. She just, she just gave me a very wonderful response. She didn't even say hello to me. All she said to me was, I still remember this. Bless you, Brandon, child of God. And my heart jumped with joy. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in the Let's Get Real studio, the CEO of Sunway Education Group. Please welcome Dr. Elizabeth Lee. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, you can say hello now. You can say hello now. Thank you very much, Brendan. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, okay. We got the CEO of Sunway Education Group in the house. And uh, I'm very excited to interview you because you have so many stories to share, actually. And, uh, but let's get down to basics. Everybody knows you as uh, Dr. Elizabeth Lee from Sunway. But today, we want to do things a little bit differently. Today, we want to get to know you without the title, without the bells and the whistles, without the Sunway behind, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. I love it. I love it. Okay, so before we start, right, uh, let's just maybe ask a little bit about your background because I want to know more of your family history, if, if you don't mind. Like, how did you grow up, you know, what were the conditions like? Were your parents very strict parents? Did they, did they cage you? <laughs> did you grow up in a Christian household, you know? How was it like growing up for Elizabeth Lee? Well, I am an only child. Oh, yeah, are you spoiled I or know. not? I, that, that's always a question, am I spoiled <laughs> or not? I don't think so. That's what all sport um, children say, yeah, by the way. Yeah, but <laughs> it was very lonely. Right. It was very lonely, but it... You know, the, some of the attention that other children may crave, I had it entirely, but I also didn't really want the attention because it was, I felt that it was too much on just one person. Wow. Um, it meant that I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything without my parents not knowing about it. Mm. I mean, I can't even give an apple to the child next door without my mom, you know, knowing Asking about you. it, you know. Right. So th that kind of thing. So you um, mm -hmm. cannot get away with anything. Right. So your parents, I would say, generally were very strict parents. Totally strict. Yeah. Right. Very traditional, very conservative. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and speaking about that, did you maybe grow up in a Christian household? I mean, was it a, a daily, a weekly occurrence to go to church? No, it was not a Christian household. Right. Um, my parents didn't really believe in, in any particular mm. um, faith, mm. uh, God, so as to say. And uh, in fact, Dad used to joke that, uh, you know, in Cantonese, mm, mm. Uh, mm, then he'll mm. say, <laughs> <laughs> For so, those of you, you know, who may not yeah, understand, fun kao means uh, sleeping. sleeping yeah. yeah, so, you know, and he used to joke about that. Mm, and, mm. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I grew up, um, in that kind of a household where, uh, when my parents um, believe in upright moral values very strictly, mm. uh, but never felt the need for God right, right. to be, um, 
you know, their guide and, and, and their saviour definitely or to be even the head of their household. Mm-hmm. So you keep, uh, this is very interesting for me. I didn't know this. In fact, because I've spoken to you at least for the mm-hmm. past two hours or so, you are such a strong woman of faith. I actually expected you to be exposed to the gospel, you know, who, who sort of grew up in a Christian environment because you know so much. And to hear you say that you actually know you didn't even come from a Christian household, so this yeah. is quite a surprise for me to hear. Yeah. So then when, when did you first hear about the gospel? When did you first hear about Jesus? I first heard about Jesus when I went to school. Mm. I went to Bukit Bintang Girls School and uh. I was in um, the primary school. Mm-hmm. And I think it was... In standard one itself, right? Um, the teacher, I still remember her so well, mm-hmm. and you know she would tell us Bible stories, and she had these books, uh, and uh, and and these velvet mm-hmm. um, cutouts of uh, the the different Bible characters, and she would stick the, stick it on the book, mm-hmm. and then she would show us, and it was. So fascinating wow. because I love books. So and those were the books that I've never ever been exposed to because my father never exposed me to those yeah. books, despite being you know a bookman mm-hmm. and a publisher and all that. So it was very fascinating for me. Mm. So I grew up in a Christian school, mm-hmm. and that uh, had a lot to do with my Christian faith. That was the the grounding that I had was at school, mm. um, and. I had that desire to get to know Jesus more. Wow. And I think it was round about standard five or standard six, around about then that I accepted Christ into my life. Wow. At a very young age and you had a very good grasp about who Jesus is and what he has done for you. Yes, yes. That's By amazing. That time, yes. That's yeah. amazing. I, I love you said BBGS. My mom is also from BBGS, by the oh, way, wow. Bukit Bintang Girls School. <laughs> yes. And the How teach- about that? Yeah, such a small world. And yeah. then, obviously, you know, uh, I remember my sister also used to be uh, taught by Miss Moy Yok Lai. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because uh, BK, Bible Knowledge. Of course. Yes, and then she went on to MCKL, you know, and today she's yes. retired. Yes. One day, hopefully, we can get her. She's a wonderful educationist you as well. Must, you right? must get her. She was our trainee teacher when mm. I was there. Mm. And, um, and then she eventually beca- became our class teacher. I mean, she was our trainee teacher when... Uh, I was in Form 2 yeah. and then she became our class teacher when mm. I was in Form 5. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Such a small world. You see how yeah. the Lord just connects people like this. Very amazing. Now, um, when you first accepted Christ at Center 5, Center 6, around 11 or 12 years old, um, I want to know, how did your parents respond to that? Did you tell them or were you fearful to tell them or you just told them openly they were sort of okay with it? How, how did they take this news? My parents said um, I was too young to make such decisions mm. and uh, refused to accept it. Right. And forbid, they forbade me to um, be baptized. Yes, because I know this is a very uh, Asian thing. You know, they mm. don't mind, you know, they, they, they see yesu or yeso, you know. But baptism, ah, that one yes, they usually... That commitment, you know. Correct. It's like, Thumbs, uh, okay, you, know? you, you, you say you Mm-mm. trust in the Lord and you have accepted him into yes. your life. Okay, he can be your boyfriend, yeah. but you're not going to get married, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment you talk about yeah. baptism, right? Yes, they said that mm-hmm. uh, only after I, you know, I, I be, I'm grown up, then, you know, right. then I can make my own decisions. And they always stood by that because they th- said that they felt... Um, 
should I fall in love with someone who mm. is not from a Christian background? And then it would be uh, terrible if I have to break out of my faith and change faith. So they didn't want me to suffer that kind of a fate, mm. which was why um, you know, they did not want me to go through a baptism and right. did, they did not allow it. Uh, so that was the understanding that right. uh, I would be a quiet Christian. Uh, they they knew about my faith because um, they they are very interesting parents because their way of encouragement is that they would give you a prize uh, for every achievement that a reward uh, system yes a reward system mm. for every achievement uh, that you that you get. Mm. And um, and so we would work out, you know, okay, one A get what? <laughs> if I if I get to this position, then what right. do I get? And then when I get to that, and the ultimate to win that Bible mm-hmm. was to be first in class. Wow! Yeah, they set very high standards, you know, they, because they didn't, you know. Yeah. And uh, so so that was a toughie. But I did get my first Bible without needing to come first in class, <laughs> even though I did manage it at some point. Right. Uh, I did get the Bible, and mm-hmm. it was from a neighbor um, who gave me a Bible uh, when I was in my early secondary years. Mm. Um, and uh, I treasured it. I still have it with me, and it's wow. in my office, you know, this old Bible that, that I've always had. Wow, how long? Has, how old is this Bible? If you don't mind me asking. Oh my gosh! About forty I mean, years old. I, I'm, yeah, God more uh. than forty years old. Come <laughs> on, of course, more than forty years old. You know. And it's still there with you till today. Yeah, yeah. As like a a reminder to you of how gracious God has been. Yeah. Mm, wow. Yes, yes. So talk to me about baptism then. At what age do maybe did you get baptized? And I, I love one thing about you. I just wanted to point it point it out. Because when you became a Christian and your parents knew about it, I love still how you honoured them. Like they didn't allow you to be mm. baptised, but you honoured them. You didn't go against them. You said, okay, I re- I'm going to respect that. And because of that, I think there's some form of mutual respect. Even at a young age, between you and your parents, there's a, there's a good understanding, right? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. And so when it came to time to be baptised, um, how was it? How was that like? It was very special. Right. Um... I got baptized in my adult years mm-hmm. and um, I actually got baptized quite late. You would have thought 21 or straight away and get, yeah, yeah. Go get myself baptized. Mm-hmm. But you see what my parents believed didn't happen. I did fall in love with someone who was of a different faith. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> my husband uh, mm. comes from a very strong Buddhist family mm. background. Mm where his parents have laid very strict rules that yep. uh, you know he must marry someone who is of the same faith. Mm. And um, so my mom said, deja vu, I told you, mm. you know. And so, but um, I held on very strongly to my faith mm-hmm. and I prayed very hard that he would be, that he would, he would change yeah. and that he would embrace the Christian faith. Mm. Um, in fact, we went out for a good 10 years Ten years. Yes, yes, the courtship was very long. Wow! But in those ten years, he did become a Christian. Wow! Praise the Lord. Yeah, he did become a Christian, and so at our wedding, we actually had um, a a Christian blessing. Wow! Yes, but because I had not been baptized into yeah. any particular church at that time, um, so 
uh, I did not uh, have a church wedding, so as to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and I finally became a Christian. Mm. Uh, sorry. Be baptized. I finally, mm. uh, I finally was, uh, was baptized mm. when uh, I was after I, after we were married. Wow. Yeah. One Christmas, I mm. remember it was a Christmas day. I said, "This is it. I'm going to be baptized." Mm. And uh, I must have been, uh, but soon, soon after my my marriage. Wow. Uh, I'm. Let me let me try to remember. Mm. It was. Um, Probably in 1992. Yeah. 1992. Yes. That was even before I was born. Even before I was born. Yeah. And there you are, that Christmas getting baptized. Yeah. And today, your husband is uh, obviously also a child of God. Yes. And uh, and how how is that relationship today as husband and wife? I think it's very important because um, you know both to both of us to be believers, then at least um, we can discuss things yeah. that, uh, you know, and, and, and bring God into the mm. focus at all times. Um, he's a man of few words, uh, but, you know, there are times when I would see that he has uh, bought a whole set of uh, David Pawson's tapes and mm. he would be watching it by himself, you know, and, and that's his way of reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see somebody else reading it. <laughs> So, um, so it's 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 been a wonderful journey, and right. you know, being both being Christians have definitely blessed the marriage. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I just want to draw back and rewind to you know you've been a Christian, I would say, for uh, quite some time now, uh, since you mm. were you said eleven or twelve years old. So a very long journey with the Lord, and uh, today you're still as strong as ever, maybe even stronger than you ever were. And uh, I want to ask you about some maybe difficult moments because uh, as Christians we know yeah doesn't mean you accept Christ you know in your life means that it's, it's a bit of roses right it doesn't mean that the journey is always smooth and I'm sure there are bumps along the way as well and uh, I want to hearken back to some of those times that uh, maybe you also struggled you also find that wow this is uh, how come like this one or Lord well where are you you know or how, how can you do this to me were there any particular moments like this that uh, occurred in your life throughout your walk with Christ I suppose there were a few moments mm-hmm. here and there, but yeah. I will be very honest to say that the Lord always answered prayers, mm. sometimes in His own time. For example, even in my own relationship mm. uh, with my now husband, of course, mm. um, you know, it was so difficult because uh, my mother-in-law, whom I love dearly and we have become extremely close, mm. Uh, so she was obviously quite against the whole relationship right from the beginning, and um, and it, it was extremely difficult because you know you keep praying, you keep praying, yeah. you keep praying, but then in in your mind you keep saying you know I don't know how this is ever going to, how she's ever going to relent because she is, you know, such a a devout Buddhist, yeah, very devout, you know, um, and so. It's it's times like that 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 I, I kept praying, but um, and that's why you know it, it took ten years before um, she finally relented and she says you know I think it's about time you guys got married <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 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 accepted it and yeah. uh, so um, which which was which was very good yeah then. yeah let's talk a little bit about your career as well I know we wanted to steer away a little bit from Sunway 
uh, and your and your official title and your official role. But it can't be helped because uh, you mentioned that uh, for those of you who don't know, you had a degree. You studied in you studied your degree and you took education. Mm. Even your masters had to do with education, right? It was in education. Yes. And you've been an edu- educationist, I think, for for your entire life, for your entire yes. career. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, and then oh, you also mentioned almost 30 years in Sunway already, since 1992. Mm, 28 That's years. That's 28 years, almost, I would say three decades, you know. That's a long, long time. So yeah. it's hard not to talk a little bit about your career and what you do <laughs> and what you've done. So uh, tell me about uh, when, when you joined Sunway, I understand from conversation, it wasn't an easy thing as well. It wasn't the easiest journey for you as well. But maybe you can share with me how the Lord turned it around. Uh, because when you entered, you knew it was a very dark place. You knew it was uh, not easy. And uh, and how the Lord assured you and affirmed you that, Elizabeth, uh, this is the place that I want you to be. Sunway, at that point in time, was yeah. known as Funway College. Mm. And it did not enjoy the... reputation that it has now. Um, and I remember when my bosses, Tan Sri Jeffrey and even Datuk Chiu at that point, um, invited me to come in to play a role, uh, I felt that perhaps it wasn't the place I really wanted to go to, go to mm-hmm. because I just thought that it was just so much trouble, yeah. so much politics involved, mm. etc. And... and um, I never forget Datuk Chiu saying to me, you know, Elizabeth, I know you have a lot of choices and some of them are very attractive and, uh, and you have proven that, you know, you're able to start something and, and, and do a really good job of it. But, you know, the true test is when you're able to take something that's broken and make it whole. Mm. And, and I said, hey, that sounded like a challenge. Mm. Um, and so I took it up. Mm. And after taking it up, it was difficult yeah. at the beginning. And I still remember on the first day, I mm. asked myself, you know, God, why have you led me to this mm. God-forsaken place where obviously uh, the people that I was working with mm. at that point didn't really want me to be there and had made it so clear mm. uh, with all the things they've done. Mm. But God, as usual, answered rather immediately and then I would have his envoys mm. uh, at my door knocking, coming mm. in and I still remember the two envoys one was a former student mm-hmm. whom I thought didn't like me and definitely <laughs> didn't like me going to Sunway because <laughs> he was with me in my former mm-hmm. institution mm-hmm. and um, we didn't hit it off too well mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better word <laughs> Uh, but he came and he said, welcome to Sunway. You know, we are really pleased to have you here. Uh, all our ex-students who are here are just thrilled that you have come. And I was going, oh, wow, are you serious? You know, <laughs> I thought you guys don't like me, you know. And then, of course, the second person who came in uh, mm. is a, a Christian leader in, in Sunway that I respect very much. And she's none other than my uh, head of student services at that point mm. uh, and director of student life now mm. and, uh, and she is very instrumental in starting up and being a part of the Christian fellowship mm. journey of our students in Sunway. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, you know, at all times, God sends his envoys to assure us that he is there with us and uh, we're not forsaken in any way. Mm. So, yeah. You shared earlier that uh, when you were building Sunway's Hall, uh, something exciting happened. And it was one of these incidents that, you know, when I think the Lord also spoke to you and showed you this, you know, see for yourself, you know, and this is why you are going to be this beacon of hope and this lighthouse in this institution. Mm. So tell me a little bit about this this hall that you were building. And then obviously you were pregnant at that point of time and uh, and you had a problem with your pregnancy as well. Yeah. Yeah. What what happened? I was very pregnant. I had I was expecting my second child, mm. whom we have nicknamed Child of God, and um, and she was threatened uh, with a huge water cyst mm-hmm. sitting on top of her mm-hmm. in my womb. And from a pregnancy point of view, what what does that mean? Having a water cyst well, that means. The water cyst could grow so big that it could squash her. Ah. And uh, so, you know, right. and so she would, um, you know, she would be snuffed up basically. Right, right, and right. In fact, uh, a colleague of mine um, had just lost her baby at her fifth month. And uh, she had, her baby was growing at the same time as, I think she had either a cyst or a fibroid. I don't remember which one was it. And so, which was threatening her pregnancy and eventually, you know, her baby was aborted. Mm. So it was quite sad. So I had all this in the background knowing this. And the Lord worked in such uh, an amazing way to have brought me um, to this particular church in all places in Banda Sunway. Mm. And it was through a series of... um, Events, divine, yeah, divine interventions. Yes, yes, divine interventions. Where I met this lady, mm-hmm. uh, who actually doesn't like to come out to parties, but it was um, one of our church elders. Uh, I think it was his renewal of their marriage vows. Ah. That's right, and so they had a dinner party. And this lady who belongs to the the same, uh, I think the ladies had a, a group mm-hmm. as his wife. Um, so she came to the party, but she had actually told me that she didn't want to come to the party, but for some reason she said she'd come and mm. she's not a party goer yeah. in any way. And we just happened to sit together and we hit it off. And then I started telling her about, um, uh, about the baby and the... the cyst in my womb and so she had actually asked if um, I would like to go for uh, some spiritual healing Mm. and I said yes Mm. why not and I also remember very well that my prayer group that had been praying for me had sent my prayer request um, all the way around the world and there was a particular prayer warrior who was in the States who had been praying for me Mm. without knowing who uh, I am. And he suddenly had this vision from God uh, in his prayer that, that, um, and it was the story, the parable of the woman with the issue of the blood. 
And so he felt that he had to give me that message. And he hunted high and low for me and managed to find me and just called me on my phone to give me that message. Wow. And all the way from the States. And he says, I don't know you, you don't know me, but this is a message I have to give you because I've been praying for you. I said, you've been praying for me? How do you know? Mm. And he says, yeah, I don't know how. I was given, uh, given this prayer request and I've been praying in the States and you know, it's clear as daylight. I have to give you this message. Uh-huh. And uh, it is a woman with the issue of the blood, mm-hmm. the parable. And I said, what does it mean? He said, I don't do meanings. <laughs> I don't do meaning. In fact, this wasn't a parable. It actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, the woman right. who got healed, yes, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. And then it says, I don't do meanings. Uh, I'm just supposed to give you messenger. the message. I'm a messenger. And I said, okay, thank you, you mm. know. And um, so, so I took the message and I went back to my prayer group. I said, okay, okay. How did this man get, my, uh, get, get this prayer request? Yeah. And they said, oh, we sent it out to different churches and you know, he, he must have picked it up in the States and he prayed for you. Wow. I said, and what about this, this woman with the issue of the blood? I mean, yeah. we all know the story. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? They said, don't know what it means, you know. And then I, 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 I read it over and over again. You know, this woman got up and, and touched the hem of the Lord Mm-hmm. And that's how she's healed. Then I said, where do I go and find the hem of the Lord to touch, you know? <laughs> the Lord, you know? Where's the Lord walking? Lord, where are you? I, you know, I need to touch the hem of your... I need to touch the hem of your robe, you know? And so it's, it's quite funny, you know? So mm. for, for a long time, you know, I'm wondering about this touching the, 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 the hem of the, the Lord's robe. And so, of course, when this lady said, you know, would you like to go for spiritual mm. healing? Then I said, well, maybe this is it, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. It meant that I have to get up and do something, you know. Yeah. I cannot just passively sit there and wait for everybody to, you know, mm-hmm. just pray over me or pray for me. I have to get up and do something. So, yeah. so I said, yes, uh, yeah, I would like to do that. And uh, so she said, I'll meet you there and mm. this is the address. And then my husband and I, when, when, when we got up to go on Sunday, we found out, hey, this is in Banda Sunway. Uh-huh. Oh, surprise, surprise. Mm. We didn't know that there was such a church there mm-hmm. in, a, in a flattered factory. Mm. So we went there and the church was in full swing. And yeah. it, you know, it's a charismatic church. Yeah. We yeah. come from a very traditional Presbyterian mm. church. <laughs> very traditional. Mm. And then suddenly, you know, charismatic, they are mm. praying in tongues. What do we do? <laughs> in tongues. What are they saying? How come we don't know? We don't understand. Uh, uh. My husband is trying to move with the music. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, you know, darling, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> it's quite funny, yeah. We're not used to it, you know. Where uh. are my hymns? You know, I don't yeah. know these songs. <laughs> my God, there are so many guitars. Mm-hmm. And and so um so then then of course the sermon and then the pastor said, uh all those people who require spiritual healing, put up your hands. Mm. And they say, hey, hey, it's you. La. It's yeah. you. Time already, time. So I quickly put up my hands. Yes, I require spiritual healing. Then I mm. saw, wow, a sea of hands because I was upstairs and mm. then there was a downstairs. I said, wow, a lot of people want spiritual healing. <laughs> said, okay, okay, all close your eyes. And then he prayed over us from afar, you uh. know. Then I said, wow. Like that also can. Where you can know. reach me? Or yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and I said, then after that, I look at my stomach. You know, so, still so big. Because you know? <laughs> I was very huge. I right. mean, comparing with the first one, the second one, the second one, I'm three months old. I'm so huge. You know, the, the first one can hardly see anything. Uh. You know, 
So I knew it was the water cyst, mm-hmm. and it was expanding. So I said, and then you know, it, he didn't puncture it. There's no flood that came out <laughs> from puncturing <laughs> this huge water cyst. Mm-hmm. Must be a lot of water. Mm. No, so uh, you know, all these things were going in my mind, and there's nothing seemed to be happening yeah. here. You know, mm-hmm. never mind lah. Have faith, have faith. I put up my hands already. Then of course, uh, after that, after all the praying, then uh, more singing, and and then and then he said, okay. Um, then he said, I would like us all to pray about this evangelism uh, concert that we're having, because uh, we are having an issue with um, getting the permit for this concert, and uh, we are not able to get it in time. And the concert was going to start very soon, yep. and so they started. So the whole church started praying, and I prayed together with them. Yep. So pray, 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 pray. And then after it was all said and done, they had a meeting, and actually we should leave, but we just—I don't know why we didn't leave. Mm. And then he said, um, "We don't think we're going to get this permit in time, but um, maybe you know the Lord will." We'll open a door somewhere, and you know, does, do anybody know whether there's a hall for rental? So you know, mm. do we know hall for rental? No, I wouldn't know any hall for rental. Then he said, "Does anybody know anyone from Sunway College? Do they have a hall?" <laughs> I was like, "Do does anybody know anybody from Sunway College?" Yeah, yeah, I know somebody from Sunway College. Um, <laughs> do we have a hall? We have a hall in construction. Mm. Then my husband said, "I think it's for you. It's you again, you know." <laughs> <laughs> so I gingerly put up my hands and I said, uh. Uh, "Yes, I know." And then so then after that, uh, they spoke with me and I said, "Yes, I know." Mm. And you know, I was the only one who knew we had a hall, and I was the only one who could get the hall. Ready on time, mm. so I went back and I spoke with my uh, director of student life, mm-hmm. the same lady, yep. the envoy, the angel, mm-hmm. and I said to her, I said, you know, we got to get the hall ready and we got to bring in the vine song, mm. and um, and what we need to do is we need our student. Um, Christian Fellowship yep. to jointly organize this with this church in Banda Sunway mm. uh, and do it as a student event because um, otherwise they cannot get the permit in time. Mm. Then, as a student event, it is within, you know, the confines of mm. uh, the institution, and um, then we can, you know, uh, host it together. And she said, um, "Can we get the?" Place ready in time, you know. Uh, do we use the hall for such a reason, yeah. etc.? I said, I will get the place ready in time. You just get the students together and work on this together, mm. and bring the Vine song in. Mm. So when the Vine song came, the hall was barely ready, but it opened up mm. to three nights of the most beautiful. Music um, from the Lord and the number of people who answered the altar call, my own friends, the friends that I mentioned who had the 
um, you know, their marriage yeah. uh, vows renewed. They brought the father, mm-hmm. and the father answered the altar call. Wow. And I think we easily counted more than a thousand people. Wow. Went up every night was at least three hundred mm. over people just walking up to the altar call. Uh, and one of the nights, I think it was the first night, mm. the air conditioning didn't work. Mm. No, it's a new hall. It was barely open. It was open for this event. There was no air conditioning. I remember this because I was running up and down with a workman. Mm. Very pregnant, mm-hmm. ran up to the top rooftop to look, 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 look. It just wouldn't turn. Mm. Chilla wouldn't turn. Went all the way down to the generator, restarted everything, rebooted everything, ran back up to the top floor, uh, to, to the rooftop. Still didn't work. And I would stand under the huge hole, which was at one end of the hall, mm. to try to feel whether there was any air conditioning coming through. Mm. No air conditioning. Nothing. You have a hall of almost... A thousand people, 800, 700, mm. upstairs, downstairs. You had um, all the f- floodlights going on because this is a full-fledged rock concert mm-hmm. going on. Um, all the guitars, all the energy, yeah. you know, uh, created, all the singing, all the moving around. It should be extremely warm and uncomfortable. Exactly. So I, I said, I need to get that air conditioning working. Yeah. Whatever you do, you know, Lord, please mm-hmm. get this air conditioning working. Mm. And it didn't work. Mm. It just did not work. And then finally, I just gave up and I just sat down, you know. Mm. Pregnant woman was very tired mm. <laughs> but by that time. And I realized, hey, you know, it's not so bad. Mm. And then I noticed that the people were not uncomfortable. So that night, we went home and I asked my husband, I said, you know, the air conditioning didn't work. He says, no, it, are you sure? I said, yes, it didn't work. My husband sweats easily. Yeah. Perspires all the time. He says, no, we felt it. There was a cool breeze throughout. So tell me that it's not the Lord moving amongst the crowd. I don't know what it is. Mm. And when you saw the crowds, when you saw the auto call, mm. how, how what, what, what did you feel? This is what the Lord wanted and this is why, it, why He placed me here. Mm-mm-mm. And when you look back almost 30 years in Sunway, from this God-forsaken place and you couldn't understand why you were treated so unfairly with so much hostility and now you look back mm. and what do you have to say? God has blessed the place. Mm. Yeah. And um, just like that hall, I still remember the anointing, you know, at the end of Vine Song. I still remember that they prayed for the hall, they prayed for the college. And uh, I could not be more grateful mm. Mm. And to have that blessing. Mm-mm. And and you know that it is God. There is no doubt about it. Yeah. Wow. And so after that Vine Song... Mm. And um, went to see the doctor, uh, my gynecologist, my obstetrician. And Mm. uh, it was quite interesting because um, it was time to have my operation to Mm -hmm. remove my cyst that I was very concerned about. But my doctor was always very reassuring. She was uh, our... 
uh, one of our elders yeah. uh, who was a deacon then. Uh, her husband was my doctor. Yeah. And so he had he was the one who first sent the request to the prayer chain. And so he was always very reassuring. And so the three of us were on that fateful day yeah. uh, doing the same old thing. Let's scan to see how big the cyst has grown. And, uh, you know, he was always measuring the cyst mm. and all that. And so he was whizzing, 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 you know, so fast and all that. And I said, Dr. Chung, slow down. Mm. I can't see. Then he said, I can't find your cyst. I said, what? He said, I cannot find your cyst. I said, no, you're kidding me. And then so all three of us are looking high and low. He says, no, cannot find the cyst. Look, instead, mm. see the baby and the baby's arms were yeah. in the air. As Already praising, praising God. God. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you know, her little legs were in the air and then three-month-old baby. And mm-hmm. I was going, oh my God, mm. you know. The He's was so faithful. God is so faithful. Wow. Sis was gone. <laughs> I didn't have to go through my operation. Mm. Baby was not threatened anymore. Mm. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. she's 22 this year. Wow. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. What yeah. a story, Dr. Elizabeth. <laughs> it's. I think it's truly an honor and a privilege <laughs> to be able to hear this from you. And, uh, you know, you... You may be the CEO of some education group, but you're very, <laughs> very don't humble. Say that. <laughs> yeah, to talk to you is so easy, you know, and I'm sure uh, I can speak for many, many students as well. You know, I've heard stories. You talk to Dr. Elizabeth anytime once. <laughs> she very hee hee ha ha. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's very easy to talk to you. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that, you know, you're so openly ready to share uh, mm-hmm. about all these stories because these are actually very personal stories, mm-hmm. but it helped to build up your faith. And now you know that you're in the right place at the right time. And all you do was just because you heeded God's calling, right? When you were obedient. Yeah. yeah. I must share something with you. You know, you asked me about my younger days yes. as a Christian and how it felt like and why God was so real. And this is, this might sound like a joke. You know how young children are always scared of ghosts? Oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, you will have nightmares of ghosts and things like that. And uh, so, as you know, any child was scared of ghosts. But one of the reasons for mm. trusting in Jesus was so that I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be scared of ghosts <laughs> because Jesus would be there for, you know, with me, for me. And I would, I, you know, I, I, I would, you know, always memorize Psalms, you know. Yeah. And, you know, though I walk through the valley of the shadow oh, of death, course. I fear no evil. And, then, you know, I would always be reciting this nonstop, yeah. you know, every time. He I who is stronger than me know? is stronger than he yeah, who yeah, is in the world. Know, and, 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 and so I would be, and, and in, you know, fear no evil, yes. you know. And so it was always like that, you know. Um, and it's so strange. Like, uh, and that, that was one of the reasons why. And, and he was always so clear to me, even in my dreams, you know, I would be sleeping and mm. I, if I were disturbed by mm. uh, horrid dreams, the Lord would always be there because I would just call out to Jesus mm. and pop, everything would go. Wow. Yeah, whether it's the ghost and all that, and yeah. I would come out and I would be fighting the ghost with Jesus and all that. It's just wonderful. The Lion of Judah, yeah, and he <laughs> goes before you, yeah? Yeah. Fantastic. 
Dr. Elizabeth, we are slowly running down out of time here, but you know, you've mm. shared so many personal stories, your journey of faith as well, and how the Lord has shown Himself true. And uh, He has obviously been so evident in your life, so evident. All of us here can see it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm so blessed and so inspired by your story. Truly, truly, I am. I, 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 if you don't mind, right? So shall we, shall we, I want to, I want to pray as well. I want to pray a prayer of blessing for you, if you don't mind. Uh, so kind. Yes, because why? I feel that your job is actually not done. I asked you this question uh, during lunch and I said, uh, your husband's retired. He's probably, you know, shaking, well, not shaking legs, but enjoying his retirement. <laughs> and I am 100% sure you could be very well retired now and probably enjoying your retirement, going traveling, you know, going to see the not world. Now. <laughs> no way. <laughs> exactly, not now, but you could be doing so many other things, but yet you still choose, consciously choose mm. to work and continue to sow in the marketplace where the Lord has placed you. And I'm very, very confident that the Lord still has a lot to, to do with you and a lot that you can still labor out of love for His kingdom. So let's pray a prayer for you now that the Lord continue to use you mightily. I know you have no fear in you, but I pray that the Lord will open so many doors for you more to share His love. Come, let us pray first. Lord Jesus, we just want to thank you for Dr. Elizabeth. Lord, what a story, Lord Jesus. What a life, what a journey she has had, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, from the days of her youth, Lord. You show yourself to her, Lord. You have spoken to her in her life, Lord Jesus, and she has embraced you. Whether it's because she's scared of ghosts, whether it's because, Lord Jesus, she's afraid of uh, ghosts, but we know, Lord Jesus, that all through this journey, you have never left her sight, Lord. Even, Lord Jesus, in her marriage, even in her pregnancy, Lord Jesus, even in her career, Lord, you have carried her every step of the way, Lord. And as she continues to lean on your understanding, Lord, and she continues to lean on her strength, Lord, I pray even right Right now, Lord, you give her wisdom, Lord, the wisdom of Solomon, Lord Jesus, to be able to lead her staff, to be able to lead her team, Lord, to be able to lead, Lord Jesus, the business, Lord, the company. I just want to pray for wisdom to be upon her, Lord. We know, Lord Jesus, her work is not done yet, Lord. Uh, we know, Lord Jesus, and I know, Lord Jesus, there's still so many things you want to do with Dr. Elizabeth, Lord. And I pray, Lord Jesus, she will be uh, nothing but obedient, Lord Jesus. You will use her mightily, Lord to reach the next generation. You have placed her in a very unique place, Lord Jesus, full of people of the next generation, Lord Jesus. Full, Lord, and abundance, Lord Jesus, of soul, Lord. So I pray, Lord Jesus, you will be a voice for the voiceless, Lord Jesus, that in the marketplace, Lord Jesus, you will place her as the head, not the tail, Lord Jesus, and she'll be able to speak into many lives, Lord, uh, in, in her career, Lord. So give her wisdom, Lord. Open many doors for her, Lord Jesus, and you bless her and you keep her in health, Lord. I pray for uncle as well, Lord. I've never met uncle before, but I pray, Lord Jesus, you bless him, you keep him, you protect him, Lord Jesus, and you continue to use them, not just as uh, Dr. Elizabeth and husband, but together as a couple as well, Lord. So we thank you for this wonderful couple. We thank you for their heart. We thank you for their service and their faith and their humility. You bless them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And Lord Jesus, mm. I wish to also pray for Brendan, yes, Father Lord. God, Brendan and his team, mm. Darren, and Graham, mm. that as they do your work, Lord, that you will bless them abundantly too. Thank you, you Jesus. have given them such a special task and they have been so obedient. Mm. And these are the young people, they are our future. And Lord, I thank you for showing me today that the future is secure in your young people. Thank you, Lord mm. Jesus, for always being so faithful to all of us, to all the generations. Mm. And I know that 
as the mental becomes more and more difficult, especially mm. for the young ones, you have strengthened them. Yes, Lord. And whatever use that we have, Lord, that you will use us to. Yes, Jesus. All this I pray in Jesus' most precious and holy name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for praying for us, Dr. Elizabeth. We receive it. We receive it in Jesus' name. We receive it. Thank you so much. Any last words, right, before I let you go? Uh, anything the Holy Spirit impresses upon your heart right now to say uh, or to, to just anything, anything at all, please go for it. God is great as always. Just trust in the Lord with all your heart and all your soul. He will never ever forsake you. Wonderful. Those are very, very uh, inspiring parting words. Dr. Elizabeth, thank you so much. I think not just myself, I think the entire team has been very blessed by your sharing and I'm sure many who are listening will also be very, very blessed. We really appreciate it. We know you're a busy, busy woman, but thank you so much for taking the time for a small three-man team like us to come on the show and to share your journey. Um, so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It's an honour and a privilege to have you. God bless you all. Thank you. And to the rest of you, if you want to listen to more of this content, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. It is It's a Brandon Ho. You can stream us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and uh, do show us a lot of love and support. And make sure you guys drop your comments below for more content like this. It's all online. You can search up for us. Uh, other than that, we just want to say thank you so much for watching. Thank you to Dr. Elizabeth as well. Until next time, this has been Let's Get Real with me, Brandon Ho, and of course, Dr. Elizabeth. Goodbye. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching Let's Get Real. We hope that you've been blessed, inspired and encouraged in one way or another from all the stories that have been shared today. That's right, if you like what you see here and you want to see more, make sure to like this video, share it with your friend and subscribe for more. Now, some of you may not know this, but the setup that you see behind the studio, including all the equipments, do not belong to us. We're a small three-man team and we do not take a profit or a pay from this show at all. But hey, we can dream as well. And one day, we hope to have our own set, our own studio, including our own equipments. So if you'd like to support this ministry, you can drop your love gifts at the bank details that you see on your screens right now. Don't forget to earmark Let's Get Real or LGR so that we know that your giving will be used for this show. Thank you so much in advance. Until next time, God bless. God bless.